Hi guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to a brand new episode of That's So Sabotage. We're so excited to be back. Another beautiful week here on the pod. Ladies, how are we doing? We are fab. So good. (laughs) So fab. I love to hear it. I'm really excited about today's episode. We are doing an unpopular opinions relationship edition. So Sophie Sukan has come up with a bunch of fun questions to ask us. And we're going to kind of discuss, share our opinions on the unpopular opinions that have to do with relationships. So ladies, first things first, let us do sabotage of the week, shall we? All right. Absolutely. Well, I'll kick it away here. My sabotage of the week. I have a bunch. I'm trying to think which one would be the best for today. Um, I guess we can go with the fact that there's midges all around my apartment. Um, I live by a lake in May. We've heard this. We've heard, heard this, heard this sabotage. sabotage last year. The midges. Yep. The goddamn midges. The midges are back. <laughs> and they're aggressive. Um, some have made it into the- their one year anniversary. <laughs> That's nice. They are so <laughs> gross. If you guys don't know, they're basically like bigger fruit flies and they're just absolutely fucking lootly everywhere. Um, also, both our balconies have like a net on it. And for some reason, they fucking love the net. So they're like gripping on for dear life and they're just all around the net um, at all times. All right. And it's disgusting, which means that Ew. spider season is coming though, which is even worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> Perfect. That's going to be my sabotage week next week. Yeah. 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 So that's You're mine. gone. Um, okay, well, mine's not that bad. Um, mine is the fact that I haven't washed my hair in five days. And I guess that's self-conflicted, self-inflicted, because I chose not to wash my hair for five days. But I was trying to see, like, I've body showered and I've showered, like, twice a day as per usual. But I actually, phys- I haven't physically put shampoo in my hair for five days <laughs> because I wanted to see how long I could last because I'm the type of person who like has to wash their hair every day. And now I'm day five and I honestly have to go. I need to go wash my hair right after this episode. It's tragic. I look like a drowning rat. <laughs> That's honestly smart. That's honestly smart because you wash your hair every day. So I feel like you need yeah. to like train, you need to start training it. You know what's yeah. it, it does get better. It does get better. Mm. I have been dealing with my hair just getting oily on day one. Like I wash my hair and I think my conditioner oh, yeah. is like Big too time. thick that it's like already oily and that's literally even worse because I don't even get I don't give it I don't get a break <laughs> I actually learned a really great trick from both of you about hair and that is you guys both always said you preferred styling your hair with dirty hair versus clean hair and I never understood that I was like ew like why wouldn't you rather like a fresh clean hair but now that I've like tried to train my hair to be like a dirtier look to like style it's so much easier yeah and yeah it's so much better it just feels gross but it holds better Nits, I think for you and you, your hair getting oily on the first day, I feel like you should maybe switch up your shampoo and conditioner yeah. because sometimes your hair can just get really used to a product and you need to like take it out of like whatever products you're using and then yeah. like try something different because then it'll like kind of reset and that's what I find always yeah, helps Yeah, I actually got two new ones. I was sent. I forget the brands. So they're on my shower right now to try them. Um, but you are the hair queen, so I'll report back. Okay, well, let us know. Let the pod know. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. My sabotage of the week, you guys, is I, on Friday night, went to the hospital and um, basically, long story short, I was laying in bed. Um, I wasn't really feeling great all day on Friday and I was laying in bed. I was just trying to like relax after work whatever and my arm just like went numb and started tingling and obviously I know that 
arm numbness is a sign of a heart attack or a stroke. So I started freaking out and it just like wasn't going away. No matter like what I did, it just like, I was trying to not think about it. I was trying to watch TV. I ordered sushi and it just like was literally not going away. So I went to the hospital because I was like, what if this is like really serious? I don't know. And I was at the hospital like all night on Friday night and turned out my blood work came back fine. My ECG went came back fine, but I'm going to a neurologist on Thursday. So I will let I mean, you guys know. I mean, it's always know. better safe than yeah. sorry, you know? I'm sure you're it's fine, true. but it's better to just double check and triple check for your health. It was just so scary, but I was like, honestly, I'd rather just like ruin my Friday night and just go to the hospital and make sure yeah. I'm okay. Because especially since we're going on such a long trip for a long time that's the thing that kept popping in my mind is I don't want this to happen while I'm away and I'm in a foreign country so I was like I want to go make sure that like I'm okay and healthy right now before I go and that's what I did I also would like to point out how time consuming taking care of your health is like the second you have one concern it's like a doctor's appointment and then like whatever like today I mean this week I had to do an x-ray I went to the doctor's like a three hour ordeal but it's like the most important thing because without your health, you literally can't do anything. I agree. So as annoying as yeah, it I is, agree. you just want to always get things checked out just to have peace of mind, you know? I know, but yeah, it's scary. Like it's scary because like when I was getting these tests done, I was like, what what if they come back bad? Like what if they like, you know what I mean? Like what if they tell me something that yeah. I don't want to hear? Yeah. Yeah, but it's better to know sooner than later. It's always the key. Anyway, I have gathered some questions for today's episode on the Unpopular Opinions Relationship Edition. So Emma and Nitz don't know what we're going to be talking about. So I'm going to be the asker and you guys will be the receiver of the no, information. No, you know what you are? You know what you are? You're the question master. That's what, question. It, that's what you are. <laughs> The question master um, has entered the chat. So their very first unpopular opinion related to dating is, these are in quotations, by the way, so it's not my exact words. I got this from an article that I found online. So it says, online dating kind of ruined the idea of getting to know someone as friends first when it comes to dating. And I thought that was interesting because that's like, I swear, like a lot of people don't just like meet someone at a coffee shop anymore or like even like want to meet someone at the bar. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like. I feel like all my friends who are single are like, I do not want to meet someone in a club. Like, that's not my husband. You know what I mean? I mean, I feel like though I've heard the opposite from friends like that would want to, you know, find some, not necessarily at a club, but like out in the public without like knowing who they are. I think it's such an organic way of meeting people. And I feel like it's just so not common anymore. I think dating apps are like the new thing. So yeah, like what are your guys' opinions on, like, do you think that that's ruined, like the magic of dating a little bit or? A little, maybe. (laughs) A little, maybe. I don't know. Because, (laughs) well, I was actually talking about this today when I went for lunch. Like, how are you supposed to meet people today if it's not over an app like True. you don't unless you go to like a workout class or you work at an office but like either way you're confined just to those people like I know I'm married but it's like I haven't met a guy or a girl <laughs> in like years like just like for the first time like just just because but I also feel like it's how much you put yourself Fair. out there you know it's like, like I'm I not putting like, myself like out you there because I'm married I, yeah yeah, and not necessarily that way, but just like I feel like you have to nowadays put an effort, a lot of effort to be social. Like your social social calendar versus like your work calendar versus like your alone time calendar versus your family calendar. Like yeah. you have a whole you have to set aside time now, especially like running your own business or like working a job that's, you know, 
takes a lot, a lot of your time. You really have to actually plug in your social plans to do that. I feel like you're really good at that, Emma. Like I feel like you're good at putting yourself out there and meeting new people. I think it's also a personality thing. It's a personality thing for sure. Like I genuinely like enjoy being around people. And my mom said I've always been like that since day one. Like I don't like being alone. Yeah. And I know that like Soph and you like really like value your alone time and you love to sit in bed alone. And I do too. Not like not gonna lie. I do too. But I really do love vibing off of people's energy and like being social. Yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like that's how you meet people. It's like even if you are like more mm-hmm. like me and Soph, you have to have a little bit more Emma in you to meet people or otherwise you will be in bed in your sanctuary on your phone most nights. Yeah. But the I think social like, battery is so real. Yeah. I think I think it's almost like the whole aspect of like in IRL, like making that first move. It's a it's a lot more scarier in real life than it is on an app when you can like hide behind totally. your phone and like say something a little bit ballsy that you wouldn't normally do in the real world. So I feel like that makes dating a little bit easier, but it does kind of make me sad because like you see all these like early 2000s movies that you like fantasize about. And like, even like, for instance, like one of my favorite movies is um serendipity and they just run into each other in a department store. And basically like long story short, like he doesn't they don't exchange names but they go on this like magical date in New York City and she writes her name in a book and she shows him the book and says I'm gonna drop this off at a used bookstore tomorrow and if like you walk by a used bookstore you're I guess you're gonna have to go in and see if the book's there and like find my name and my number and if like you find it it's like it's fate and I just feel like that whole that like does not story... happen nowadays. That, well, no, that doesn't, happen. Never that doesn't happen in the real world, but like no, but it could. That like sounds so fun. And I wish more people were like that. I feel like the like creativity of it all has died because it's so easy to just swipe right or swipe left. It's almost like the magic. And yeah, and like yeah. it's like if it's fate, then it's fate. But obviously it's a movie, so yeah. you know. I love that we ripped True. apart meeting people at bars when like I fully met Josh at a bar. Yeah, well, so, yeah, totally. You're, you're done. I think, yeah. Well, I met also on Snapchat, so <laughs> not much better. Well, I met my mans on a dating app, so there you go. <laughs> it works. Yeah, we got two different sides. Okay, so next question is, it's perfectly valid to end it with someone if your needs aren't being met physically. It, wait, is the is the unpopular opinion that it is normal or that it is not normal? It's perfectly valid, so it, it's, it's perfectly normal. valid. I agree. I agree with that. Like, I think that at the end of the day, like physical connection and like sexual connection is super important in a relationship. And I feel like if you're not feeling that, then you're just friends. Then you're just like BFFs. Isn't that the point of a relationship is that you take the next step? Yeah. Like physically. And that's like what makes it a relationship. I do think though you owe it to a relationship to have like communication and maybe express. We kind of talked about this in the last episode, like express what it is you're missing or like see what your partner is missing and like try different things and try to like bring it back to life because eventually it's never going to be the same as when you first start dating someone like things do change but there's always a way to like spark it back up you hear like married couples of like 50 years talk about this well maybe not 50 years (laughs) maybe 30 years I don't know maybe they do get it on after 50 years I'm not sure I hope I still get it on after 50 years (laughs) but before calling it quits like trying to fix it yeah I agree definitely it's about like at least wanting to try yeah if you do put in that effort it's still dead then I think that it is valid to be like you know what I don't feel that connection more though we tried and clearly it's yeah. not there that's the thing it's like if you at least like try to work on it then I feel like like you already said you're trying but if it's like no one's even trying and it's a two-way street and it's like just not happening and it's just like the spark's not there then I think it's very valid to end it yeah because Agreed. 
your your king your king yep. will your next king will end it babe yeah totally agree okay next question unless it's a special occasion or somebody's birthday the cost of dates should always be split evenly regardless of who asked who out so basically what are your guys' thoughts on like splitting the bill who takes the bill when you're on dates and like whatnot i'm very curious to know your guys' opinions and like what you do in your own relationship i think i'm obviously going to remove myself from like the married conversation because at that point it's like one one bill i don't even look twice like i know josh got it but like i also got it in the same way in that case but when we were dating or what i think is that I think first date, the guy should always pay. And here's the tea. You guys know the story. And let me know if you want me to give this little story time. But Josh didn't pay for me on the first date. And that was almost a deal breaker. And for him, it was strategy, which clearly works. So I I do think the first date, the guy should always pay. But wait, pause. What was Josh's strategy? His strategy was that he was going to outweigh me at the movies like make sure I was the one who walked in first and like already make it seem like he's not there waiting for me okay he like broke this all down to me so then I obviously was there first even though I thought I was going in late on purpose too so he rolls up and then it's like there's like kind of like sexual tension like whatever you're nervous or waiting in line for the movies and you're obviously like not fully thinking right you're like just trying to make conversation so it's not awkward on a first date and whatnot and we're waiting in line and eventually it's our turn to pay for the ticket. So I'm just like assuming Josh is like, we're walking up together. He's buying our tickets, and like moving on with our lives. But he goes, he like, you guys can't see me right now because you're listening to a podcast. But he puts his hand out like towards the cash and goes, go ahead. And I was so I literally thrown murder off on the beat. and so uncomfortable. I can't believe I never told you this. But I almost, I almost got the two tickets because I was so thrown off. I didn't know what I was doing. But then somehow I caught myself and I was like, well, fuck no, I'm going to just get myself then. And then he paid for himself, for himself. That was not English. And then later down the line, he told me that like he read all these like, or he was like really into dating. He was a really big player. And apparently this was a move to like make the girl feel like he's not that interested and like he's not looking for a girlfriend and just like set expectations. Um, It's nothing serious. It's yeah. nothing serious. It's not going <laughs> yeah. anywhere. This is not, go- not going anywhere. Wait, Wait, years for later, you guys who know me, you'd know that that's goal. the complete opposite of what I want in life. That yeah. worked out interesting. But yeah, so that was wrong. I do think I should pay on the first date. But after like when you're dating, I don't think it's fair for the expectation to always be on the guy, especially if you start dating early. It's a lot of pressure. I feel like a relationship is like a two-way street and then it's nice when a guy's a guy pays because you feel appreciated. I agree with like how it's like yeah, it's 2022 and like we can get the bill as well, but like there's nothing wrong with chivalry and I think that most of the time nowadays like comparing to like our parents generation chivalry is kind of dead with a lot of people so i like to set the standard of that i think but like, chivalry I think that isn't it is just paying for your hot meal. when a man picks up no i know but i'm saying like in that aspect i'm just talking about the subject like in all there's yeah. so many aspects to chivalry but i think that when you're going taking your girl out or your partner out and like you're the one who's like hey it's date night it's like okay then like treat me to date night and like there's nothing wrong with doing vice versa though like if i'm the one who's like hey i want to throw you a little date night surprise obviously i'll get the bill but like i think that it's just like hot when your mans can pay for your bill i agree i agree but it's also i, I do like agree I'm, too obviously like you would love for your date to pay for you but i feel like it's also fair to just like keep it somewhat 60 50 like 70 50 like i feel like austin and i are quite like 
you buy, I buy, you buy, I buy. Like, it's quite, like, fair, but it's, like, if it's special occasions or if, like, he's, like, I want to take you out on a date night or if I'm, like, we're going here for dinner, this is my plan and you're coming because I'm not going alone. You know what I mean? I just have one question. What's 60-50? What? Or 70-50? That does not equal. (laughs) (laughs) You are so done. But you know what, though? I'm going no, wait, the, when you that said that, bad. I was like, that oh, was maybe. No, no, no. But the other day I saw a TikTok or I saw 70, like a TikTok 50. comment thread and it was like, how should a relationship be always 60-40 and both parties should always be working towards the 60? Does that make sense? Like, that's what I thought you were saying. Like, oh, You're like, that's like, exactly really what I was like saying. I saw it on TikTok. Yep. That's yeah, so we'll go with that. But I do but I do like that though. I think that like the 60-40 and both parties should be going for the 60 is the best way to put it. Next unpopular opinion is sex is too emphasized when it comes to relationships. Explain. What do you mean by that? Like there's so much pressure to be like having sex in your relationship and so oh, much pressure yeah. to like talk about it and have like the most amazing sex life and like totally. we did this, we did that, and like even even maybe in like the beginning phases too like yeah um like the pressure of like when you're just starting to talk to someone it's like it when's it right to have sex or like when's it not right like I don't want to do it too soon but I don't want to like make him wait too long but also like if I'm not ready then I'm not ready so like it's just like the emphasis on the word sex I agree. I think that, though, we're really good, the three of us, at, like, helping each other out and just being, like, super open with communicating about our sex lives to each other and, like, helping each other out. I think so anyways. And I know a lot of friends or a lot of people are, like – It's, like, sometimes you really have to get it out of me. It's a little bit more quiet. (laughs) We have to literally squeeze it out of her. Sometimes it's, like, a 30-minute, like, span of time and we're, like, Nitz, why didn't you answer? Tell us. Yeah, we really have to squeeze that one out of her. But like, oh, but like overall, we're pretty good at like helping each other out. But my point is, I feel like a lot of people are like too embarrassed or too scared to like admit certain things about their sex life without even like being honest about it. Because I feel like a lot of people lie to like make it look like their sex life is better than it is. And it's like if we're all just real about it, we can all just help each other out and then all have the best sex ever. So like, why don't we just like be real? That, like, oh my god, you know what? Yesterday I had sex with my boyfriend and it was like horrifying. He did X Y Z and like that sent me to ick island <laughs> and like you know what but we could talk about it and we can try to figure it out and that make that never happen again but yeah like, you know what i mean or you could be like is this normal is that normal or is this abnormal yeah i agree because sometimes there's almost pressure not even just at the beginning i feel like even when you've been with someone for a long time you start comparing it to new relationships too and it's like wait do we still do that do i still feel this way like are we doing it enough are we not doing it enough mm-hmm. and it's kind of like every relationship is different mm-hmm. and i feel like your sex drive and intimacy also comes in waves too like there's periods where you're like super intimate and like whatever and then some periods were like don't fucking touch me <laughs> And maybe it's just me. I don't know. Literally opposite sides. No, but you know what I mean? It's just normal. It's like it's like any relationship and any friendship. And I think it just comes down to like, yeah, you want to vibe with the person and you want to have that chemistry. And then inevitably you'll have a good intimate relationship as well. And I also Mm -hmm. think another thing that like plays into like a big factor into all this kind of like what Nitz just said about like comparing like your long-term relationship to like something newer and that's a little bit more exciting and stuff. And it's also like, I feel like it comes down to like your own confidence and where you, where you're at with it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when you first start dating someone, you're probably like the most confident you've ever been because it's like you're kind like you're in that honeymoon stage so you're always being complimented you're like wanted and like all all those like feelings that you get from your partner at the beginning obviously 
those like little butterflies like it's just like a very different feeling than it is when you're like when you've been with someone for 10 years and I feel like your confidence can definitely like go up and down throughout the years and like maybe you're not working out maybe you're not taking care of yourself or whatever it may be and you're just not feeling your best but I feel like that also plays like a huge part no I agree with that I just think also it could go the other way like when you're first seeing somebody you're almost like not confident enough to do the certain things with them or you're not ready to that's true and like you know what I mean like there's it goes both sides so I think it just depends on the person and I think it all goes down to open communication and like being real about it and like talking about it the next unpopular opinion is um it's not really an unpopular opinion it's more of a question that I wanted to talk about because I felt like it was really interesting but basically what it was saying in this article is what do you do if you feel like your partner isn't taking care of themselves and you obviously want them you love them you want them to be the best version of themselves and you want to like you want to keep that spark you want to still like get those butterflies what do you do and like how do you kind of go about that conversation that's a touchy subject and I also think it could be like mentally and also physically like there's two different ways your partner could be struggling so I feel like it depends based off of that but if we're talking physically I think that if you spend a lot of time together obviously you're in a relationship you maybe set the right examples and like you start working out and maybe like inviting the person or like you make a conscious effort of like the food you're eating in front of them to like show them that like you're on this like healthy journey and then they maybe will get inspired by you I don't know that's a tough one because it's a really it's really tough because the last thing you want is to feel like your partner doesn't think you're attractive or good looking or you know what I mean like the last person you want to bring you down is the person you love and also when they say something you take it like 10 times worse because it's coming from them So it is really tough. But I think like you said, yeah, it's like making it like activities and like just encouraging it through yourself and through your relationship, maybe without making direct comments. But it's I don't know. I don't think there is a good way. Not that I know. Make it like a fun challenge, though. Be like, oh, my God, babe, I want to go to the gym 10 times this month. Let's see who can do it first. Like make it almost a challenge or like a fun, lighthearted thing. I'm not going to the gym 10 times this month. That's a fact. I also kind of like like I didn't really deal with that this past summer well like kind of I can talk about it a little bit but like basically I had gained weight probably like during COVID and I was so unhappy I was not confident at all in myself I literally just had like the lowest of low self-esteem but I couldn't like I didn't want to make any changes like I still wanted to like do what I was doing and like be a piece of shit lay in bed all day long have chicken fingers for dinner I was going through like a really a really like tough time because I wanted to make the change but I didn't know like how to go about it and so I feel like to Austin I was always complaining about it like I would always talk and even to you guys like I would always talk about like I want to do this like I want to do this but I wasn't doing anything about it and I feel like something that like made me change my mind that like Austin said to me because obviously he's an athlete so he so like working out is his life like being active and like staying in shape like that's part that's part of his life and so when I was like talking to him about it and he was like well think about how you feel right now and I was like okay I feel I feel depressed like I feel depressed I feel sluggish I don't feel good I don't feel like I'm the best version of myself and then he was like okay well think about that like think about how you're feeling and exercise and moving your body is like there to like 
help you like release endorphins it's supposed to like to him like he like calls it like the cure to like mental health is like staying active it actually is the cure to mental health because it boosts like physical health boosts your mental health because of endorphins so that's actually true yeah and so basically i was like okay and then he's like i want you to like try like doing some sort of like physical activity i think i went on like legit two walks and i was like you know what i don't feel better like you're lying whatever and then i started going to house concepts and i've actually found like workouts that i like doing and enjoy doing and i've also like found meals that i enjoy eating that are healthy and not like steamed broccoli and chicken and rice you know what i mean for me too it's when i actually do feel at my best and like I am taking care of myself, I think of that when I'm in my low points and say, don't you want to feel like that? Like, don't you want to get back to that point? So yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for chatting about that. Back to the unpopular opinions. Okay. Next one is hookups and casual dating are a waste of time, energy, and mental capacity. Absolutely not. I don't think so at all. I think that it's no. so healthy to like experience different people, different personalities, different bodies everything like I think that it's actually really healthy but you don't have to do if you don't want to but I think that if it's an unpopular opinion I think it's actually a positive thing yeah like I do think it's I do think it's looked at as like a positive thing for sure it's just like doing it in like the right way and I don't think it's because otherwise how do you know what you want if you don't even know what's really out there like you don't know what you don't know yeah every experience I feel like takes you further in the direction of like where you're wanting to go or like every experience you have tells you what you don't want or what you do want and like we were talking about the husband list earlier um like everybody you you experience every human you experience it's just a different checkbox of like yes or no on my husband list so I think it's not a way totally. do you guys have a husband list no absolutely I, I love that <laughs> I absolutely made one. I actually made one a few weeks ago. So, yep. It's you already have. I know, but I'm trying to think list. if I was to make one, what would it look like? I'm just joking. Next unpopular opinion is falling out of love isn't a real thing. <gasps> that's kind of intense. Wait, that's like kind of deep. What do you mean falling falling out of love is not a real thing? Yeah. Like you like you always still love the person is what it's saying. Like you fall out of love falling out of love isn't it's like thing. it's not a real thing to fall out of love i think so like so you're real. always still in love with the person no but i think that the biggest thing is when you go through a breakup you still love the person but you're not in love with the person anymore that's like the whole the whole thing of it isn't it like isn't that falling I out think of love so. I feel like if you've once loved someone, there's always still love for them, even though the love might not be like as great as it once was. It's always still going to be there no matter what. Like if you've given your love to someone, like it could be friendships, it could be relationships, it could be family members, like that love, that love what can if they always hurt like, you, though? still be there. And that's why you ended things. Do you think you still love the person? You can still love somebody. You can still have love for them though. Hope not. Right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like for the most part, if you truly, like Soph said, if you truly give your all and your whole heart to somebody, that love just like doesn't go away. So the quote that's attached to like falling out of love isn't a real thing. It says, love is a choice you make every day. And if you keep choosing each other, you'll have a marriage that'll last a lifetime. That's so cute. That's really cute. Nitz, you and Josh better keep choosing each other. So you have a marriage that lasts a lifetime. It actually is true, though. I feel like you need to do it because life's yeah. not always easy. I agree. And it's just a commitment you make to the person, you know? I agree. Yeah. So the second last unpopular opinion is I want to be exclusive very early on in the relationship after one or two dates. 
Sounds like our kind of girl. Here's the thing, you guys. There are so many types of people, and I just think that that specific person that wrote that unpopular opinion <laughs> was us. <laughs> Might be Nitz, Emma, or Sophie. Yeah, it's all of us. Like We're like the type that like if we like fall for somebody, we're like, okay, then you're not fucking someone else. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the thing, though. It's not really fair to like ask that of someone totally. after only one or two dates because totally. you still don't really know them. Yeah, but unless they feel the same way. Well, here's the thing. I don't even want to be exclusive with somebody after two dates unless they feel the same Amen. way back to me. Does that make sense? Like, That's bitch, true. If you're not, bitch, if you're going to still be on Hinge, I'm going to still be on Hinge. Or if you're going to still be, like, you know, seeing other people, I will absolutely still have that app on my phone. I thought you said, if you're still going to be unhinged, I'm still going to be unhinged. <laughs> not, that too. That fucking too. <laughs> Uh, that's great um yeah I feel like that's a little bit much to ask um exclusivity after one or two it's dates. also like hold your horses and don't show all your cards like Josh did like Josh did at the movie theater but he also tried to lock me down before I left for a month which was like kind of the tea but no I think tea. after two like even if you think they're your person after two dates like you want to have a little bit of mystery there's no rush if they're your person they're not going anywhere yeah enjoy it enjoy the ride True. ladies Okay, last unpopular opinion is cheating doesn't necessarily make a person a cheater. Oh, that's a tough one. I've always said a cheat once a cheater, always a cheater. Same. But I do think people can change. It just really is so it so depends on the situation. I don't know. If that one's a hard one. I feel like we get that question a lot. I don't condone in any way. I think that if you don't have the decency to like tell your partner that you're like not interested and are looking for something else to like go and cheat before you tell them that, then I think that you're kind of trash. I think this is going to be unhinged of me to say, but I think it just shows what your values are. Like it shows that you don't value honesty and maybe that could yeah. change and it could be a learning experience. But like if I hear that's true, that like if I was dating and like found out that that guy cheated on someone, I would never trust him because my rationale was always like you said i'm like once a cheater always a cheater obviously there's like gray lines and situations that like whatever where we on a break where we i don't know like you know what i mean the stories you always hear but i think personally to me it reflects like your character and i can't i don't fuck with that no me neither if you cheat on me you're so done and i'm on my way on a one-way ticket to ibiza yeah you know what though the shit that i've done for friends who have had their boyfriends cheat on them we've like thrown drinks in their face we've like literally there's so many things to get revenge like carrie underwood style and here's the thing you've thrown a drink in a guy's face absolutely absolutely why didn't i know this (laughs) this was back in like back in the day a few years ago but like here's the thing they get what they deserve and i think that a cheater deserves a little bit of you know, a little bit of sabotage. A little bit of pain. A little bit of pain from the TSS girls. TSS girlies. If you come for one um, of us, we're coming for you. So That's true. Okay, well, that was a wrap of the Unpopular Opinions Relationship Edition. Before we wrap up, of course, we have to give a shout out to our stunning queen of the week. And this week's stunning queen is Brigitte. It's actually um, acquired style on Instagram. She's so cute and she actually just hit 100k. So congratulations, stunning queen. We love love her. She's the best energy ever and I'm obsessed with her. She's like the new age Carrie Bradshaw. Her outfits are so fire. She's so colorful and fun. She has great TikToks too. We love. Oh yeah. And great hair. Bella Secrets. So good. Okay. Well, ladies, have a great Monday.
We love you. We love you. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.